Welcome to the SDA podcast, and we are here today for our late uh, Black Panther spoiler review. Joining us today is our very special guest. Um, I think we invited you because you were black, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Alyssa, welcome, Alyssa. Hi, thanks. Um, but before we start, just so everyone gets to know you a little bit, can you give us a little bit about your background and um, just your nerd cred and how you first learned about Black Panther? Sure. Um, my nerd cred, I definitely give to my mom who only watches comedies and cartoons. Um, she doesn't watch anything scary. Like she thinks Inception is a scary movie, which is hilarious. What? Wow. wow. I know, she's so sensitive. Um, and uh, so watching cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons, of course, as they, as I progressed older, the cartoons had to get older. So Captain Planet, uh, the original X-Men. Yeah. one of my favorites. And then going into like Toonami and anime and pretty much the rest is history. Of course, Disney movies, Pixar, all of that. Um, I actually first learned of Black Panther because of Storm and the fact that in, you know, one of the many X universes out there, they were married. Um, actually, apparently kind of recently in the current X really? Yeah, like I did a couple years ago. I did not know that. I didn't know that. That's what? <clears throat> Yeah, it was the oh. same arc where she was married to T'Challa and then they got divorced because she was too involved with the Avengers. And he was like, I want to be, I want you to be the queen of Wakanda. And she was like, I'm an Avenger. And he was like, well, bye then. Um, yep. It's actually super sad. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually true. Yeah. Um, so I think that's pretty much it. I just like, I mean, I don't know that much about Star Wars. I've just gotten into Star Wars. So that nerd cred is... I definitely leave it to my fiance, who will straight up school me on everything. Oh, you live with Kai, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't like the prequels, so. Oh, shots! All right. Kai's a big Jar a big fan. I think that's it. I think that's it about me. Cool, cool. That's great. Um, thanks for joining us again. Uh, let's go around the room real quickly just to see how everyone else is kind of introduced to Black Panther since this is sort of a new character we haven't really seen on screen. We haven't really, we haven't seen on the screen at all. Um, I guess, Arthur, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, so I'm Arthur. Um, I'm the, your comic book traditionalist. So I've been growing up, growing up with comics since like the late 80s and 90s. So I'm all about like the original source material, so I know the Panther from you know the Avengers, the books, um, him guest starring, and, and all kinds of stories I've read over the years. So it wasn't new to me per se. I was just very happy and excited that he's getting his own movie, and he showed up in Civil War before. So um, and yes, uh, Alyssa, you're definitely correct. Uh, he did get married in a story. Uh, it was like past five, six years ago. Okay. And uh, you're more or less correct. I mean, they they were together, and I guess you know responsibilities kind of kept them apart. So there you go. All right, Ronald. All right, this is Ronald over here. Um, I, you know, have read a good number of Marvel comics, but I've never really read any um, stories relating to Black Panther. Um, and he's not really in any of the uh, cartoons either. So I haven't, I have very, very little exposure to Black Panther, mainly just from what I saw from uh, Captain America, Civil War, and this movie here. Great. Nick? Uh, I'm Nick. Uh, Anthony also only invited me because I am black. 
<laughs> God damn it. Uh, no, um, I I guess usually you represent the, they, they say it's the ignorant masses, but I, I know very little about comic books. I did watch X-Men comic, you know, the, the uh, cartoon, but I don't really know much about uh, comics or that kind of stuff. I, I, the first thing I heard about Black Panther was actually from this group here. And then uh, the first time I saw him was in Avengers. Yeah, Civil War. Civil War. So um, it was, it was, it's all pretty new to me. Okay, great. Um, Kai? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm just growing up, I was uh, definitely a gamer, someone who liked um, kind of superheroes on the on the side, but didn't really catch on until the the MCU kicked off. Uh, I yeah, I, I pretty much know nothing about Black Panther outside of his very very minimal role in even the comic book version of the Infinity Gauntlet. I don't even know if he barely showed up, but I'm happy to see that he gets uh, a bit of a spotlight here. And uh, I'm pretty excited to talk about the uh, the movie that just came out. Great. And then for me, uh, pretty much right on with what Alyssa was saying, the uh, uh, X-Men animated series, I watched, I think there was an episode where Storm goes to Wakanda, and uh, there I, I think it's like a two to three episode uh arc and uh yeah that's that was my first introduction to him he was kind of i don't know i was a little i felt unsure about his character in the cartoon so um i think it was done well in the movie but we'll we'll get into that um unfortunately we have one member dad who he's walking, he's walking here by the way oh okay he, he i guess he's mid podcast joining all right um so we'll get to him whenever he gets there but uh yeah let's let's go ahead and talk about the movie um any volunteers who wants to go first? Are... Yeah, I'll, I'll start first. I mean, thank you, Ronald. Yeah, <laughs> no, nobody else was going to jump in. I'll, I'll jump in. Um, um, man, I gotta say this um, this movie had so much hype going into it. Even though I watched the opening weekend, the hype was already built up so high for me just because I I had you know uh, heard some of the uh, the early critic reviews and they're talking about how this is going to be a, a, a cultural film, like a, you know, a film with cultural impact. And I was just kind of like, I don't know, man, anything with that much hype always worries me. Um, yeah. But you know what? I was pleasantly surprised. It was, it, it pretty much lived up to that hype for me. Um, it was nice just because we had already been exposed to Black Panther in Civil War. Um, so they didn't have to go through too much of the, character introduction they just kind of drop you in and um you know they, they go straight into him becoming becoming king right or being crowned as king um and going through the, those ceremonies uh i i gotta say the thing that i like the most though about this movie might have been the fact that um it really dealt with some gray areas that uh that they really made you care about. I mean, it's kind of like Civil War in that way, right? Civil War dealt with some real, real gray areas. Like, um, but I felt like, uh, you know, Black Panther. He or I mean, uh, sorry, what's the uh, Kill, Killmonger? Killmonger. Oh, Killmonger. So Jordan's character, yeah, yeah, Michael B. Jordan's character. Um, I felt like he was um, he was probably one of the best villains 
in the Marvel the MCU universe simply because I understood where he's coming from. I liked his motivations. Um, but on the downside, I thought that they kind of went overboard with how villainous he became, how bloodthirsty he became. Um, and uh, I wish they had made him a little bit more uh, empath- empathizable, something that I can sympathetic. sympathetic yeah. yeah, like something where I can actually feel bad for him. But he got so villainous to the point where it's like, well, all right. Yes, I get it. He's the bad guy. You know, I wanted to feel like, hey, maybe I can root for this guy. Um, and they were close to yeah, making moments where it's almost like that. I felt like. Mm-hmm. The moments almost, like yeah. where where he uh, went into his vision flashback, right? I, I feel like that there was a, that was a part there where I really felt like, all right, I can really relate to this to this villain. So uh, yeah, that was probably the highlight for me. Was just one they really dealt with some really interesting gray areas around uh, as a as a super advanced nation, right? that's hidden away from the world, what are you doing with your money, with your technology, with the with ways you could be helping the world, right? Um, they addressed that head on, which I really appreciated, uh, just because that was one of the first thoughts in my head was like, dude, where where have you been with all your technology? You, you probably you know, could have been you know, saving the world, but instead you guys just chose to hide yourself from the world instead. And uh, so I, I like that that was the angle where uh, Killmonger came from. You know, he wanted to, uh, quote unquote, bring the, you know, peace to the world. Well, maybe not, maybe, maybe peace is the wrong word, but he wanted to right the wrongs of the world through Wakanda's strength. Um, Can I comment on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dad, are you in the room? I am. Dad is in the Welcome. House All right, go ahead, Dad. I, I actually felt that the positions that Killmonger and his father took, although somewhat understandable, were probably the weakest part of the plot for me personally, <clears throat> because the lengths at which they went to, given their experience and what they saw, was was almost too far beyond um, suspension of reality for me. Because you've got a father who goes and lives in the black community and says he should arm these people, but if they were to arm those people, they'd be arming people who basically have a bad outlook on life, and they wouldn't be going into sort of a liberation and, and Equality and black rights, etc. Yeah, they would basically be starting a race war. Yeah, is what they would be doing. That and, that and was, they don't have the right motivations, right leadership, the right frame of mind to be empowered in that way. Same thing with Killmonger when he goes and he takes over Wakanda. The the amount of of I want to say evil, but it's not completely evil. It could just be bitterness. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But he's reached a level of of um, of destruction. And and want for death that was beyond what I think a normal psychology. Granted, where, where you could no to the point where you could no longer empathize. Exactly. With them. exactly. That that was I, I I liked him up until the point where I could no longer empathize mm-hmm. with them, and that's why I feel like they were close to making a a amazing you know villain. Yeah. They just lost me at a certain point once I could no longer empathize with him as a. As a character, I totally agree with you. And I can actually that- pinpoint the part where I felt when he said burn all the purple plants and then he started choking grandma out. I was like, and you know, normally when you have, and, and to some degree, he's still a pretty good villain. I normally don't 
like it when they kill villains because I like to see them have a longer story. Right. But his death, I thought was really good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I agree. All right, I'm gonna go opposite everything you guys said. <laughs> really? I, I I really liked him as a villain. Like I I like that he went dark. I I agree that he. I just feel it. I don't know. Growing up as a kid without a dad who's like super just infuriated with this country. Like he, you know he took it over and and he became king and he's just like where you people are you know pathetic. Like why are we not helping people? So I, I don't know. I I actually wanted to see more of him, but I I like the way that he he you know he stuck with his whatever his ideology, um, and, and I don't know. I I appreciated that. I like that he went dark. Like I was afraid that he wasn't going to be uh, like evil enough, um, but it sounds <laughs> like you guys wanted him to be more human. I like that when he went dark. He. Day dark. I was kind of worried at the end. He was just yeah. Kind of there. Oh, he's good. he's a good guy now. But I'm glad they kind of stuck true to the character they made. I'm glad. And too. he just yeah. was like, you yeah, know, just kill. You know, that's true. And it kind of depends on what you want from your villains. Do you want to be empathetic? Do you believe the world's mostly gray, or do you just want full on evil? And I think, right. you know, by good the point. time we saw him develop the movie, he was really moving towards full on evil because if he got what he wanted, you basically have uh, a world ruled by an ethnic class that yeah. would oppress everybody else right right and and let's be real bad guys get to that level yeah so in some ways it's just a preference and the part of it is also i'll say and i understand both sides but we can talk later but <clears throat> i think part of his movie making shorthand mm-hmm. like they just have to get to a certain point in the movie the runtime so i can <clears throat> now I, I can tell like things are accelerating which may seem unnatural because it's like wait a second how come he became, he was empathetic and then now he's all of a sudden bad and you didn't really get enough time to be more empathetic part of that i think is has to do with just movie runtime like they have to get to a certain point they have to get to the end of the movie otherwise if i drag this out too long we'll have a three-hour movie so you know not totally excusable but i think part of it is that okay they just simply have to stay on time and and i think that's a good point you're making i think the the transition from the first half to the second half of the movie was a little uh disjointed Uh, it just felt like oh like this is where the movie starts it's like the second half um, and uh, Killmonger is like sprinkled in a little bit of the first half, but yeah. it just seems kind of like, oh, he shoots Claw and then gets on a plane yeah. and goes over there, There's right? World building the first half, and then the, it actually starts the second. Yeah. So, to speak. so that's that's a good point. Um, okay. Anything else, Ronald? No, that's it for me. Um, basically, I I really liked the movie. The the biggest. Um, flaw to me was just how much potential they had for for the for Killmonger. Um, I th- I thought he was he could have been more interesting than Black Panther to me actually. Um, I will it was one of my arguments, but uh, he was to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. I, yeah, uh, I think I don't. I think he was more interesting. I think he could have been a better character though. He still could have been better. Okay, I get you there. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Ronald, you choose who do you. Who do you want to hear from next? All right. Let's hear from Dad. Oh. I know you just walked in and you're, you're eating a donut. <laughs> what but, the uh, hell? <laughs> Nobody on a podcast right eating donuts? Now. Come on. Oh, did you guys just start? We yeah. did. Cycle. Oh, so I'm not too late. Yeah. Okay, why not? Um, I, I want to piggyback off of what you just said. Okay, oh, listen to the line. Oh, yes. Yes. Good to hear new guests. And, uh, it was uh, um, Kai not here? He's, oh, <laughs> he's on he's on mute. 
Black Panther himself. I think that this is one of the movies where the main character was not flat, but one of the more flat characters in the cast. And one of the things that made the movie great in general was the fact that the supporting cast was so good. Mm -hmm. Not just the way they were written, but the actors themselves and how they carried the roles. Um, everybody was relatively interesting and relevant, mm -hmm. which is, is hard to do. It's another sort of ensemble situation that you have where Black Panther is more of a He's pretty much a straight man. Yep. And everybody around yes. built him as yeah. a person and a character. He's a story character. Him. But that's great, though, because as a mm -hmm. ruler, you really get to see him take in the inputs of everyone around him, their different perspectives, and try to make the best out of it as a ruler, which I think is fantastic. Agree with you there. Very non-traditional superhero first movie in the sense that his origin really comes with the death of his father, which was dealt with in Civil War, which is great because we don't need another origin movie. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, we, for sure. We went to a space that was well-realized and ready to go um, and on the cusp of a change, which was also fantastic. Um, you also got to see now a Marvel movie where after seeing the incredible technologies of the Iron Man and the fantasy world of uh, Asgard, what else can you do? Well, guess what? You can do a Wakanda. You can do it. So yeah. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Um, I, I will say, though, I did enjoy the movie, but at the end of the day, uh, it was um, not, to me, exciting, mm -hmm. but it was really well done, right? Meaning I really never felt at the edge of my seat, um, anticipative and, and like, oh, what's going to happen next? I was just enjoying watching the movie unfold. It wasn't suspenseful, if you will, to me. I don't know if, if maybe my... You know, I just need a bigger hit of, of adrenaline or something. <laughs> um, but it, it was extremely well done. The themes that it, it tackled, um, the execution of the story and the plot. Um, a lot of respect for, for the director and the team that put that together. Um, because, you know, I, I don't know what their mindset going on saying. You know, this is going to be a fantastic superhero um, black movie that's going to set, you know, um, new ground things. I don't know if they intended to necessarily do that. I almost feel like... The director just had a very clear vision of what we want to do, how I want to say it, and, and for the most part, didn't really leave any super duper mega glaring um, loopholes and plot lines that were really weren't really addressed, which I thought was you know rare in Marvel movies in general. <laughs> um, but no, it was a fantastic good time, um, and um, I would definitely recommend it to absolutely anybody. See, I can't think of a single audience that couldn't get something good out of it. Yeah. Be it entertainment, a lesson, or whatever. That's where I was going to ask. So you guys all. So I was going to talk about when I get to it, but one of the big things I really like this movie as well. But the big thing for me was the acting of the the main guy, the Chala Chadwick. I thought he really carried the movie. Like his acting was like totally. so good to me. He he just like I was impressed by him in um, Civil War. I was like, oh, wow, that guy is like really good. Like he just has a presence. Yep. And in this movie, I was kind of afraid, like, oh, because it was a small part in Civil War. I was like, oh, maybe it's not gonna live up to it really. But dude, he for me, I was like, man, he's like really good. I know. I, I have to agree with you. I mean, his his acting was excellent. Don't get me wrong. But you know, that is right. In I, mean, I feel like he's right in saying that he was not the most dynamic character. Right, he was. I feel like things were yeah, happening right. to him, mm -hmm. and he was responding to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the challenge of the character of Black Panther, though, because <clears throat> he's not your typical Marvel character. You know, most Marvel characters have issues, they have flaws, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But him and Captain America, they're like 
perfect people, more or less. They don't have any problems or issues. They have challenges. But I didn't find it boring. Is it is it is it Superman syndrome? It's kind of it's kind of like Superman syndrome. Superman and Catherine is boring. See, they have whatever. But I mean, they have other things you can build on. They have other things you can build on. But you know, Panther is always been a challenge because he's so he's he has everything. Like he's a great king. He's a smart scientist. He's a great superhero. He's he's shrewd. He's clever. So to find things to challenge him is a bit of a challenge. So and then also when you whenever you know you read the books, sometimes it's hard to kind of get into his head because like there's nothing to challenge him on. So you have to work the room. So to speak, mm-hmm. yeah. In order to make him stand out, because he's a stoic character, right? Yes. And and you don't want to flaw him because that's not who he is, right? So, that, like, so I think that's a challenge. But I think they did it really well here, though. I, think I, think it, I feel like the actor did it well because it's been easy to kind of play that role just in a really boring, yeah, vanilla. Fashion. But so he, but he did such a. You mean chocolate? It was, you know, it, it was neat because you need that kind of level-headed character right. to make it believable that he would end with an impossible choice, right? Yeah. Which is, is he going to let the world have this technology at the risk of allowing somebody to exploit it? Or is he going to try to save the world with the technology? Oh, sorry, or is he going to hide the technology from the world, but let the world kind of fall into right. you know chaos right and basically and, not do anything about helping the world well and you know what's interesting too is that i think they kind of touched on it but he, he lived a bit of a sheltered life mm-hmm. right yes uh, and mm-hmm. that was the whole realization of what his father had done and, and what he thought of his father and then it made him really consider what wakanda's place in the world was going to be right and so like you said it, that struggle is good. america and black Panther are needed in this world because they are in some ways in every man out of place yeah Right. Yeah. And that helps us relate to the story being built around them. Yeah, they need to ground things. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, they, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, Captain America, Superman, and Black Panther, mm-hmm. they are in the same vein where uh, they are characters that have a, they have a sense of obvious right or, or you know, obvious right and obvious wrong right. in a gray world. Right, yeah. Right, more or less. I think yeah. Wonder and, Woman's uh, in that too. I, I agree. Yes, definitely. I mean, most of the DC characters are, except Batman. Well, Batman too. I would but say Wonder Woman is now. I wouldn't say she always was. Depends on who's writing, writing, it. writing her. Yeah, depends on who's writing it. So I mean, you know, we don't have to get into this, but you know, Cap and Panther are almost like DC characters, mm. right? Yeah. And Batman's almost like a Marvel character because he's messed up, right? <laughs> but they work in the respective universes because no one else is, you know, because Batman works well because everyone else around them is, is perfect, but he's kind of like a flawed human. Mm-hmm. And in the Marvel universe, Cap and BP works well because everybody else is flawed around them. Yeah. Because yeah. if they're all in the same place and they're all alike, then, you know, what's the difference between Cap and Superman? Or if Batman's in the Marvel universe, who cares? Everybody else is messed up as, like you are. I think so. if you group a Black Panther with a Superman and Captain America, I think the, the narrative around that is the idea that it's not what they can do and what they have. Yeah. It's who they are as a person. Yeah. And then you give them all the extra on top of it, what they do with it. How they inspire people. Exactly. Right. Um, and that's kind of, I agree with that. I think that he is in the same vein as what a Superman is. Because you strip them of the power, you strip them of, of the money, whatever, they're still going to be the great person they are. Right. Yeah. And yeah. there's one comment I read. It was actually interesting. I, I hadn't considered it over the years as a comic book reader, but he was really astute. He said, Black Panther is kind of like Doctor Doom, but he's like the good Doctor Doom. Smart, interesting, highly intelligent, ruler of a nation, mm. right? Someone you don't mess with, who rules his people 
in a really good way. He's almost like that opposite, the good opposite. I'm like, dang, I hadn't actually considered that. They need to fold the Fantastic Four and make these two fight. Right. <laughs> because, you know, Doom is, is that same kind of character. He's Absolutely. just, you know, he thinks he can do things his mm -hmm. way, but they're kind of at that same, you know, level of intelligence and stature. Interesting. Point. And um, I thought it was a really good comment that I read from some uh, a Facebook post that I was kind of following after the movie. Yeah. But anyway, keep going. All right. So, Sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, no, that, that, that was it for me i mean i could pick up particular scenes and you know nitpick but i don't see the need to yeah. it's just an overall enjoyable movie okay um, um and i wait uh, so uh, real quickly i have a dissenting point on uh t'challa I, I think they they could have made a better i guess better character development um because he is kind of boring but he had just lost his dad and i think he's the first uh, Black Panther to be king at the same time, right? I don't know. I think in the comics it was. And so I feel like they could have had a little bit more internal conflict around him becoming king at that young of an age. Um, he can't be king and be Black Panther? Wasn't it? No, no. It's just... I thought that was what his dad was. Yeah. His dad was the Black Panther. Not at the and, same and time, though. It. I don't think... They, they Usually it's like there's a king and then there's a separate Black Panther. Really? I don't know about that. I don't know about I'm not sure about that. Either. Look it up. Look it up. Look into it. <laughs> um, regardless, re whatever. Regardless, I mean, my point is that he th there was a conflict, and or sorry, there was not a conflict, but he had just become king. Like it was very sudden, and I feel like we saw little glimpses of him trying to figure out what being king means, but mm -hmm. that full I don't think that was fully realized, and I think they could have done a little bit of a better job in in um building that uh building that out so that, that would be my only criticism um depending okay. i mean sometimes it's not hard to become king shut what up what are you talking about <laughs> 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 okay, that was okay. he's uh i think he did a much like uh his acting was like so great that he uh, that's what i liked about the movie he really and, and why yeah i do and while michael's <laughs> character like so uh, his character was more interesting. Mm -hmm. I felt like his acting wasn't as good. I felt like a lot of times he was like overacting a bit. I like, can see that. I was like, uh. so even yeah. though his character was, you're, I think you guys are right. His, his character was probably more interesting. I like even the part about how he's like, you know, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. But uh, the acting sort of pulled it out of me. That's so, interesting. But so the but I, I can see the difference that. Between those I did feel yeah. that every now and then too, where it was almost like he was posturing for the role. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Wait, who? Yeah, I never got out of his. I felt like he was always a child. He was always a child. Gotcha. Solid. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> Not since Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. What <laughs> are you <laughs> talking about? To be acting. Seriously, <laughs> fuck out of here. You weren't impressed by the mean. Ancient One <laughs> in Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh God, here we go. Nine point three. What did? Is that what you gave it? Nine point four. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm down to a nine point. Two, one now. Oh God, his ever-moving range <laughs> score for Doctor Strange. Oh, okay, Dad, who who do you want to hear from next? Um, I'd like to go with Optimus Fine. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right, Miss Alyssa. Alyssa. Okay, so I have many feelings about this movie, as you may mm -hmm. know, and also probably why I was invited. Um, number one. My main feeling is this is the closest we'll ever get to a 
Angela Bassett playing Storm. She even had white dress. Yes, so my yes I'm totally with you. Mm-hmm. I was like, see, it was meant to be. And they knew it. That's why they gave her white dreads. So. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this woman is 60 years old. Are you fucking serious? She looks good. Um, she was amazing. She looks so good. Everyone in this movie was so buff and shiny. I was like, I need to go to the gym immediately. Like, what is happening? Um, I also love that they picked, I mean, and this is just a personal preference, but because of Hollywood, what it is, I also loved that they actually deliberately picked a dark skin African looking like cast because mm. I'm so mm. sick. I, I, they're great actors. I'm mm. so sick of seeing Rosario Dawson. I'm so sick of seeing Zoe <laughs> Saldata. I'm obviously super sick of um, Halle Berry playing all these quote unquote black people roles, but they're light skinned and- We're Storm by the way. Yeah, worst fucking storm. She really no, storm. And Catwoman. She should just be oh. never allowed. Oh, that was the so best Catwoman ever. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so I love the cast. Yeah. I love the cast. Um, as you guys said, Chadwick, he was so charismatic on screen. I was just like, oh my goodness. Um, I definitely think they did play him a little safe. But I also think that they had their hands tied. If they made him too flawed, black people would have been up in arms about how flawed he was. So mm-hmm. I think I think that they did what they could um, with Hillmonger. I mean, I love Michael B. Jordan. I think he played that like slick, you know, gangster swagger, but kind of like but like really smart and cunning, like like yeah. kind of how Starscream was in the old cartoon. Oh, yeah. Starscream's my favorite Transformer. Um, and I love... <laughs> That's right. And wow. I just love that he was so cunning and under the radar until the last moment when he knew he could make a strike. Um, he and... was also legit like Oakland. <laughs> like, yeah, when totally. he talked, I was like, oh, dude, this, this dude's Oakland. Like, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I totally agree. I think he was really good. Um, Totally agree with the fact that he got a little bit too evil too fast, but I also agree with you guys saying that it was due to the movie time. I they just had to they had to get it done, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I actually think this is the saddest Marvel movie um, because it wasn't about crash bang, let's save the world. It was really like a localized problem between T'Challa, his dad, and with the decision he made to you know kill his own son. And that was really sad. Like, I definitely felt myself like tearing up a little bit, being like, wow, this is like an actual, like, although global, but like family problem. Kid kills um, brother, right? Oh, yeah, brother. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and then, like, you know, that one action changing the, you know, further future for his son and his nephew and all of that. And, and the fact that Killmonger died and chose to die at the end, I thought was pretty powerful. Because like you guys say, I feel like Marvel movies are all about redeeming everybody. But, you know, he was just like, nah, I'm going to die. Scoop! And just like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Last line, like that. very powerful, I thought. What was yeah. that? I just like my ancestors, I'd rather have death than bondage. I was Ooh. like, wow. Yeah, I know. That was a heavy line. That was really good, I thought. So speaking of that line, I'm so glad you brought that up. Is as much as I understand that they had to push some kind of agenda with this movie, I wasn't a huge fan of it, even being a black person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that when 
the poor fucking agent was in M'Baku's like throne room that they started like hooting at him when he was trying to make a that literally made my heart like, <laughs> that again? when when the agent guy was like trying to make oh a, yeah he was trying to suggest something when they went to yeah. M'Baku for help and oh, they yeah. were just like yeah yeah him I really was like, that is honestly like, Come the on. opposite of what you should be doing. Seriously. And so, of course, now people on the internet are like, you know, who at white people when they say something out of turn? And I'm like, no, that's not what we need to be doing. That's literally the opposite of what we need to be doing. Good point. Um, and so that. And then, like, the joke, too, right? The colonizer joke? Yeah, the colonizer joke. Which... <laughs> so it's funny that Aaron pointed that out, the saying that, like, because, I mean, obviously, I'm in an interracial relationship, so these kind of movies definitely, like, make us talk about things. Um, I said that that was actually not so bad. I thought, obviously, it was more of a joke because um, his sister is a jokester. But right. um, but to them, he is a colonizer because they haven't been colonized yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they see everything around them. Yeah, um, I mean... I'm like just a, glad that he line. didn't die, dude. I thought they were going to fucking murk him. I at know, the end. me too. I was like, yeah, they're really gonna kill him. Yeah. For sure, he's gonna be dead. My my wife is a huge fan of uh, Sherlock. Oh, okay. And she oh, literally man. went to see Black Panther just, just for to Martin see Freeman. Martin oh Freeman. my god. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I, I he was actually a pretty critical character in, in one of the major Black Panther runs. So I wasn't worried. Okay. Not that they can't kill him, but mm-hmm. chances are they're not gonna do it. Yeah. Oh, totally. so you think he's got? Roles yeah, he definitely that. has more role. I feel like okay, definitely because yeah. he's the outsider to the inside world of Wakanda. And he yep. was created in the comic book specifically for that purpose. Nice. Actually, anticlimactic because they were pretty much building him up to be killed. And when he escaped... Yeah, I know. It was, it was <laughs> really okay, I guess yeah. I never thought he was being killed. But oh, okay. dude, I, it's totally like, dude, there's, there's totally going to give his life up. And yeah, I definitely thought... I definitely and then at the end, he's like, oh, I got time. I'm just going to grab my comb. This is... <laughs> he was like the black guy dies in every movie. Yeah, yeah. Guy, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was a sacrificial uh-huh. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep going, Alyssa. Um, yep. I'm trying to think if there's anything else on my brain. Obviously, Lupita was gorgeous and she played her role really well. Um, oh, something that I saw on, I think Twitter probably was that we, I loved and everyone else loved that the women in this this movie weren't strong because they were angry. They weren't strong because they were overly violent. They were just strong because they were strong. Yeah, um, they're like smart or exactly like that's the one strategic. thing I really didn't like about fucking Wonder Woman is that she was just this war bitch who was actually pretty stupid and then she <laughs> fucked a guy and I was like what the fuck is going on like, <laughs> yeah I really actually didn't like Wonder Woman at all like what it was it was great to see her on screen obviously Gal Gadot so beautiful she's like distractingly gorgeous like I couldn't actually pay attention to the movie because she was so beautiful but like I really didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just she just seems stupid to me, and but I feel like the the women of Wakanda were like the exact opposite. They thought about their actions. They didn't. It wasn't like oh I'm gonna shoot a guy. I'm strong. It was like you know like while things were happening, like they were actually talking about it. Um, I loved that his guard, I can't remember anyone's names right now, but the guard. Akoye? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That she actually, you know, she ha- she said she would defend the throne. Like, that's incredible. You know, she, you know, t- she's probably grown up with T'Challa, but she still stayed with Killmonger because she knew that was her role. Yeah, dude, was obviously, that was, 
That was actually a really interesting subplot, yeah. I yeah. thought. Duty exactly. versus uh, the right thing. Yes. Yeah. Around exactly. the I think that was one of those political. I felt like there were some political statements. There Ooh, were, obviously. Yeah. So yeah. That had a lot to do. I mean, not for me personally, it spoke to like uh, the whole Trump thing. Yeah. Oh. Like, you know, you, you, you hate the person, but you're supporting the, the office. The office of the president. Interesting. Right. Yeah. I never even thought about office that. King, right? I mean, Kugler said he wrote it before Trump was. Uh, was yeah, there's also some references there, like the whole yeah. line to the UN part about like fools build walls and. Well, I'm and, glad they didn't use walls. Memory. I'm glad he didn't use the word walls because it, it was no. He said wall. he said borders or no, I'm sorry. He said um, barriers. Barriers and then smart man builds bridges. So right. I was like, yeah, I'm glad crazy. he actually said that because I was worried he'd say walls because that would take me out of it. Like, oh, that's too on the nose. Yeah. So that yeah. that, that part specifically was that part specifically was written before. Uh, before Trump even became president or even talked about walls. So just- I like the references, like, or to me, it was the way it. Hmm. it I feel like it was subtle enough not to be distracting. Exactly, yeah. But, I, but it, you're right, it did draw my mind to that yeah. uh, analogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep going. Anything else, Alyssa? I, I, no, I think that's pretty much it. Um, it's definitely one of the first Marvel movies that I want to go see in theaters again. Even my fiance, who is really, like, his rating of movies is garbage. Like, garbage times <laughs> a thousand. It's pretty, it's pretty bad. Like, yeah. It's so bad, guys. Like, it's so bad. Um, he loves everything. So wait, how, when, how is it bad? Is it because... Well, okay, so he's actually getting a little better. I, I don't know what you guys rated the most recent Star Wars, but he didn't like it. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, you didn't like something? Like, you're learning. Um, uh, and, (laughs) um, what else? Oh, I mean, like I said, he saw the most recent Transformers and he said that was garbage, but I mean, like, who obviously, duh. But, uh, he usually likes everything. And so I'm like, nope, you're so bad at rating movies, but he really wants to see this one again. And I think that's because like, I've, I've been telling everybody who hasn't seen it who and people who are like, I don't watch superhero movies. I'm like, listen, it's not a superhero movie. It's actually a really good story. And I think that's why you said that like, it wasn't like heart racing or adrenaline pumping because it was really just like kind of a good story. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I appreciate that it was story yeah. over action. Which is right. rare nowadays. Rare as fuck. Yeah, we're spectacle. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. So I think that's it. I'm excited to see what you guys rate it. I have my rating in the back of my mind. But I also right. have to leave in like 30 minutes. So there's that too. Okay. Uh, I'm going to make executive decision. Kai, you've been super quiet. I know you've got a lot to say. Uh, so why don't you go ahead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's um, a lot of people to to interject. I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, not sir. I appreciate that. I don't want to repeat a lot of opinions, uh, but I I don't know. Like, it's clear that it's at least what I'm going to talk about. It's pretty polarizing on how people interpreted Michael B. Jordan's uh, performance. Uh, I talked to Arthur about this a little bit earlier, but uh, to me, that was actually the the weakest part of the film. And uh, I'll say that in context of how we talked a little bit about T'Challa being a little bit of a flat character. I thought that there was definitely some big opportunity given that this is for him a bit of like a coming of age film, you know, cause he has to kind of pretty immediately become the King. And it's very clear. He's very uncomfortable with that. And he doesn't know what to do. So it's like, okay, we're going to see how T'Challa decides to become King. Oh, and so you're agreeing with my earlier point. 
yeah, right. I agree with that. But part of the problem to me stems from the fact that um, I felt that Killmonger was actually a very weak character himself, uh, especially as a foil to T'Challa, because he like I I get that Michael B. Jordan has done better in other films, but I just felt it was just way over the top. And for the background that they're trying to give him, I'm going to concede the fact that the very beginning of the film was already messy with the way that he was introduced. Yeah, you know, like why go through the whole effort of stealing some claw. vibranium when and and going one heist through claw when he could have just killed claw himself and used them as you know um, yeah. a ticket to get into Wakanda or even better if he really wanted to demonstrate that he was an actual black ops you know level um, agent who normally goes into governments to destabilize them for the whole you know notion of oppression and giving power to minorities he would have demonstrated some cunningness or some actual intelligence when you know he basically sets it up as a fact to know that you know dangling out claw would bring out black panther and then killing claw in front of black panther to show him that look look I've literally taken care of one thing that your entire, you know, life so far has been unable to do in about five seconds. Mm. You know, let me show you how weak you are and how strong I am and how different our cultures are and how outdated you are. But all of that opportunity was lost because it was just, it was so hard to read what the hell was going on with him um, and how he was going to kind of situate himself into the whole Wakanda story. And I, I kind of get why people I can see why people would like him because he to me he's like a personification of what everyone wants to be you know he's like the the stick it to the man thug like super aggressive like I don't care about anything type attitude that does well for the current social commentary and to me it just sucks because it just it's just overtly appealing to the audience and I think uh Alyssa made a good point earlier where it becomes at least even more messy for me because they they tried to, you know, kind of solidify under some traditional daddy issues um, and abandonment <laughs> issues. But then he takes on this whole mantle of, oh, I have to represent every single oppressed, you know, uh, group without, you know, throughout the globe. And I have to arm them so they can they can kill everyone that has been making yep. their lives miserable. And I'm like, you've de- you've demonstrated nothing to show me that you even care about anyone other than yourself mm-hmm. and the the issues that you've been dealing with. It was just it was just super disingenuous to me, and I felt he was just kind of a very crude and blunt hammer of a villain. And I actually think he's one of the worst villains um, in the MCU. And I, wow. I kind of see why I totally disagree. <laughs> okay, yeah, I totally right? disagree like, too. I why people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and I also story he didn't really do anything for me yeah that's yeah yeah, that's fair i i almost wonder if if kai you're reacting to that personality because for one i don't even think that's the kind of personality a lot of people look up to i think there's a population of people who want to stick it to the man and have that attitude but i don't think he's a general person that that um a large group of people necessarily would gravitate to especially the way he developed in the movie um but yeah, I, I know tons of people points. who would never choke out their own grandma. Like, for- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wait, 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 wait. I'm not saying I would, but I, I just think that. I had to wait before <laughs> that came out weird. It came out weird. You said that, and I said wait, and I was like, wait, that came out wrong. Um, 
Uh, Somebody warn Fu's grandma. Shit. No, no, no. Um, I, I would just, I don't know. Maybe I took it more as like he has problems with his family. Like, he, it, it seemed to me that he didn't grow up with parents at all, right? His What's dad died. He doesn't, you know, hmm? He's trying to take control of a family he has no idea how to. Yeah, but who but he hates his family. To him, it's like they've hidden all this shit from him for his entire exactly. life. And then he finds out they turned on him. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, like, now he just, like, I don't give a well, shit about it. It's, it's part hate, but I think also it's part longing because he's yeah. he felt abandoned, right? So part of it, it manifests itself in anger because he's angry about, yep. you know, the things around him and the things he had to go through. But part of it is also longing, I think, because he's, he's told the stories of Wakanda by his dad before he died. And, you know, he's always dreamed about going and at the even at the very end when he died right they took him to the very top and he was remarking about how beautiful the country was so and then even in the spirit scenes you know he i i definitely felt like he had longing or of of his background and you know yeah. of course it meant so it, there's a combination of anger and abandonment and longing and he, yeah he's been by himself i feel like a while so that's that's how i took yeah it. so his you know the longing for his family the longing for a country that he never had but he also has anger, and he just deals with it in the wrong way. So I don't know if it, I don't feel like it's just pure anger per se. Um, there's a little, well, there's a little, I, for me, there's more layers to him than just that. Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, it's really easy to acknowledge that there's the the abandonment layer and this this whole cheap anger layer. And I really wish that they had developed the longing error um layer a lot more because yeah i i agree that's a lot more interesting um even his flashback scene with his father mm, was much yeah. more interesting where his father was trying to explain to him look you know it's not it's not it's really my fault right as a father because i failed you you know like i betrayed my country and then you got stuck in this situation mm. right um and to me I've, I've always find anger to be a cheap emotion but either way they took the plot of the film the driver of the film to be just this this white rage of you know i just want to arm people and get people to kill each other and his last scene although poetic just didn't mean as much when the whole time he's just doing it just to just kind of just just lack of a better word just to fuck things up i really liked um the moment where t'challa was trying to implore Mbaku to, you know, support him in that situation. And this is going back to what I wished the film was more focused on, which is, you know, T'Challa developing himself as a king where he said, look, I can't speak for what the other kings have done, but I can represent what I believe in and what I'm going to do now. And I think that was, that should have been the frame that the movie was mostly focused on. Agreed. And then Killmonger should have been kind of the foil to that to say, here's a leadership style, you know, where it's a little bit more, you know, chaotic, you know, kind of evil. Whereas T'Challa's a little bit more, you know, I, we have to have values, we have to have morals, but we also have to, you know, keep ourselves relevant to the way the the modern at this point the global environment is, mm. and I, I just felt like, yeah, Killmonger was just a little bit too crude of a weapon for me. Yeah. But uh, in terms of agreeing with some of the other callouts as well, I I do agree. There was that was a good call out that the the women in this movie were were strong not just because they're angry strong, but they just had good conviction. And I think that was really clear with the general and with the the younger sister, 
where they just they from from very from the very first second that they're introduced, you knew that they're characters that had you know very strong positions and were willing to defend them, and that kind of represents that they're strong characters and not just because they're they're pieces on the map. I actually kind of felt like um, the the ex girlfriend Lupita was a sure. little bit of a of just a, a bit of a chess piece in the movie. She mm-hmm. was kind of just used to to move along the plot. I don't really know if she really contributed a lot. Well, I highly uh, agree. But... I think they're just kind of just supporting, you know, kind of mm-hmm. wallflower characters, but they were still good uh, overall just to to increase uh, what, like Alyssa said, increase the real like quality and realism of, of Wakanda as a nation. Um, they were also she... independent, if I can add to that. Yeah, they, they were, because she, she took on the mantle of storytelling when, you know, T'Challa got, you know, wrecked by Killmonger. Um, exactly. And they didn't lose pace. You're like, okay, yeah, I'm totally interested in seeing what Lupita's going to do to to get this shit back together. But the moment that exactly. T'Challa was alive again, it's like, okay, good, I'm I'm back on the T'Challa train. I'm okay. With <laughs> I'm not following <laughs> anyone else. But that's because they love each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the VR technology was great. I actually really loved that. It's always cool to see how different either directors or producers kind of envision future technology. Oh, yeah. And the way that they handled virtual reality in, in the movie was actually really cool. Yep. Where they kind of use the sand, like the vibranium sand or yeah. whatever. Yeah. The yeah. technology seemed kind of crazy to me. I was going to mention this, like Wakanda seems like far out an there. alien planet. And even some of the scenes where they're walking in the streets, it yeah. looked like to me the the planet from the, uh, the Thor movie. Oh, yeah. Well. I was like, it looks like a, an alien planet to me but i'll just mention that because it was like really mm-hmm. threw me like how futuristic and like different it looks like. out there yeah that's what's kind of cool about the marvel movies is that they can completely reimagine an entire setting in a world mm-hmm. and they can deliver it on screen and experience that's relatively unique from one film to the next but all be in the same universe is their technology that crazy in the comic books the vibrate like the wakandan Technology? It's pretty advanced. Yeah, Wakanda I mean, is mean, like uniquely advanced. Very, you're very uniquely advanced. It's pretty nuts. It's way out there, but they don't change. You know, you can't just introduce all that stuff right away. There's, it's like everything from like weapons to healing. Yeah, like, so they've definitely stretched the definition of vibranium usage. Like, yeah, they totally yeah, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, it helps. It, it, it can do anything. It right, do, it's healthcare. It's like a miracle. Batteries, batteries <laughs> and power, and, and Instruction. So beyond the comics, so it, it's believable. Sure. I mean, you know, it, it, they definitely kind of stretch the limit of what vibranium can do, mm-hmm. but it's believable because you can sort of say, look, the meteor crashed in Wakanda millions of years ago. It affected the environment in a certain way. So then the environment, you're using vibranium, but not like they meet directly. And then you can kind of believe, like, oh, okay, plants are affected and. I'm always Stuff curious like about these things. Like when I watch the Marvel movies, yeah. I'm always like, I wonder if this is what the comics are like. I want to go back and ask the guys. Yeah, it's, like while I'm watching, <laughs> it's a bit of a MacGuffin, but not too much. Hey, why does vibranium glow in the mind, but turns into like? Yeah, see, we don't know. Uh, I think it's one of those things you looks sort of, pretty. You just sort of have to accept it, okay. and you think, okay, <laughs> the meteor affected their environment, and then just kind of leave it as is. Sure. If you dwell too much on it, you're kind, of, you, you, you're going to poke holes into it. All right, so. What I liked about this, though, is in contrast to them being so advanced, is they were also super traditional, which yes. is like something you don't see in futuristic movies. Usually yeah. everyone's like wearing white jumpsuits and everything's clean and spotless. Like robotic, yeah. Right. Exactly. Where in this, they still had war paint on. You know, they still did yeah. their dances, no matter how weirdly they look, looked. They kept they their traditions. Still wore, 
Exactly. They still wore traditional garb. And my personal favorite part is they referred to the Black Panther as Bast, which is also Bastet or um, it's it can be pronounced different ways. But she is the cat, the cat goddess in Egyptian uh, lore. Uh. And, and Bastet is a such a badass. She's the protector of women. She helps women give birth. Like you should definitely look up the legend of Bastet. She's amazing. And so the interesting fact that they brought it back to that real world like actual egyptian lore is even like more grounded i like the mix of technology even though the technology kind of threw me i like the way they like she mentioned they mixed it with the traditional the clothing and then yeah, like, yeah. Grounds it more. and all yeah it grounds yeah. it more. It's, it's probably the most accurate representation of how technology really will be implemented in the world yeah those war rhinos war rhinos yeah well, oh, war rhinos. that's <laughs> awesome all right but, I, with the technology, one thing I will mention is some of the, the CGI was a little dodgy for me. A yeah. little bit in certain scenes. I was like, okay, this looks kind of a little too cartoonish. Do you think it was because of the 3D thing? Because that's what I was thinking. No, I think for me it was mostly the action sequences. While they were okay. cool, but certain parts, especially toward the end, like when they're falling into that mine, you know, they're hitting each other. Oh, yeah. It looked more like this strange video I game. Their is like they're floating. Mm -hmm. or something. The yeah. physics. It's always about the physics. Yeah, the physics and the way that yeah. they looked and it, it somehow... It just looked kind of off to me. I mean, the it, CGI was terrible to me. I mean, really terrible. I wouldn't like, say terrible, but it was is, off to me. It was, it was okay. It's, well, I'm comparing it to like Marvel films, right? Like, it looked bad. Like, really? To me, uh, the action. Was that bad? Were they what bad? Was opening, bad. opening of Avengers that 2. Was awful. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. It's like End of Wonder Woman bad. Catwoman bad? Oh, okay. Wow. All right. They're they're pretty bad to me. Nothing um, can be Catwoman bad. Uh, That's like first Star Wars bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Star Wars. Horrible. But there was definitely parts that took me out because it was it was sort of like this is kind of weird. All right. I want you guys to do something. I mean, we're bringing up points I was going to bring up anyways. Go look back at just go on YouTube. Look up Black Panther uh, fight scenes, Civil War. It's so much better. Like. But there's like ten times better, huh? The, the cutting was really bad. Actually, I, I do agree with with Anthony there. Like the cutting was super choppy. And what's interesting is I watched the behind the scenes, um, you know, videos of, of of them fighting. It looks really good. The choreography yeah, yeah. was really good. Yeah. I was like, I how come also, they decided to cut it so often? I think it was part of it was the way it was lit. Because for me, I was watching at an angle, and I I didn't want to watch it in three D, but based on time, I had to. Uh -huh. And there are certain times I couldn't see what was happening because part of it was it was so dark. Yeah. And then the way it was chopped, like you said, I'm like, wait, how did he do that? How did that guy fly over there? Okay, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. So I have to watch yeah. that again. So. It, I, I, usually I, you see that kind of cutting where it's like really choppy when the actors don't really know how to fight. Yeah, and they, to have to, they try, try to make it look cooler and yeah. faster by chopping it up. Yeah, Iron Fist. But Yeah, Iron Fist, exactly. But, <laughs> but when you watch the behind the scenes thing, like yeah. – they could have just not cut anything, and it would have looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the Civil War fighting was different because his fighting was more grounded. Like oh, you yeah. didn't have a lot of technology around him. He was like, the suit. Doing, yeah, it was him in the suit, and he's doing the one-on-ones with folks. So he wasn't really like. Um, no, I'm just saying that that Black Panther like action style was cool. This Black Panther in the his movie, I did not like at all essentially that whole final black panther versus killmonger scene the cgi none of it is real none of it is i don't know that most of it up to the last yeah. scene had a little part to me but the rest of the movie i found pretty good 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they also have different shops working on these things. Anyways, we are like, <laughs> we're going over uh, uh, Kai's time. Kai, even under the points, you've been a little bit quiet here. So, um, anything <laughs> you want to wrap up on, or any other points you want to make? Uh, no, I mean th- that was my main point. Uh, basically, I-, I just felt the villain wasn't strong enough, and I felt that affected the main storyline. Um, I mean, it was a good film overall, but um, definitely not sad to see that character go. <laughs> all right um who's left arthur and nick mm-hmm. all right uh, rochambeau real quick who wants to go no, I'll let arthur, it's good to have someone strong close it out oh jeez uh I said oh, i'll close it out then <laughs> <laughs> not, not angry strong smart strong. <laughs> how dare um, you uh, i'll go over some of the points that i didn't much that i liked uh I, I thought it was a really serious story. The, the main, too many things were really the acting for me and the story. Like you guys mentioned, it wasn't like a didn't get your adrenaline going, but I thought the story was really good and the acting was really good. Uh, one of the things I thought right when it came out of the movie was something Kai said last time was um, he was worried like, oh, all the Marvel movies are going to get formulaic, kind of like, um, you know, like jokey, kind of uh, snarky. Mm-hmm. And this really wasn't like that, which is a good, you know, it was, totally it was super serious, yeah. like serious. Having said that, it had some funny parts. I really like a lot of the parallels with the coming to America, like the imagery is a lot of the scenes and stuff. <laughs> I just saw that, like I, I don't know, because that's one of my favorite movies. Um, I thought one of the funniest moments was like when he was when they're reuniting with him, uh, and then the the king of the other tribes like, "Are you guys done? Are you done?" Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so they had funny moments like that, um, and I don't. I think I mentioned most of the other points the the i thought the technology was kind of crazy that 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 was one of the parts i was curious about you guys answer that so that, i think that's it for me i mentioned well, most of the other stuff i like the movie overall i mean <laughs> was, wow right on yeah nick that's awesome good review yeah. pretty basic very massive yeah dude this is about the acting it wasn't even because i didn't know anything about black panther but the acting in the story those are the two big things for me. Uh, this movie. I didn't read the Black Panther, but I just saw a few cartoons, and from what I remember, it was always something challenging for the kingship. And it's always family. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I can really remember. But they didn't want to do too much like Thor, I think, where they're like you know Thor and Loki were yeah, kind of going back and forth. So when also super fast. I'm glad they didn't spend time with his difficulties becoming king. I see that in almost every king story. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know you guys say you guys would like to see it, but I'm glad that we actually have a man who feels natural in the kingship. Has more struggling with what he wants to do than becoming king itself. Yeah, I think the the, the fact that you like to is actually really good. His presence was so good in Civil War. He walks onto a stage even before he's king. Yeah, that's good to go. Yeah, he's not a flawed like oh should I be king exactly or, not? or oh this is harder than I thought. No, he's been groomed. Right. He wasn't that way I, in Black Panther. To me, he was not. He didn't bring that same gravitas. Really? Wow. No. No, no way. I just thought he was just another <laughs> nice kid who's going to become king. Oh, oh no. I, I saw <laughs> Dang. That dude knew how to walk in the circles, man. He, he's there. Yeah, yeah. He got the presence. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, no way. No way. You guys are crazy. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're a big. I think Anthony can't recognize greatness when this is it. Man, you, uh, this is so crazy. You're one of, like, I've heard so many podcast reviews. And they all say the same thing that they felt Black Panther was not a exciting, cool character at all. Like the acting was, but the presence, the the royal presence, 
Yeah. Stately um, I don't know. I agree with Anthony here. He was a weak character. I think dude, when uh, Killmonger took off his when they did the fighting, I was like, oh my god, Killmonger oh, looks way oh, bigger than than T'Challa. He's gonna get he's wrecked. Nice. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, Arthur, do you wanna? Oh sure. So um, I'm with Dot uh, for a lot of stuff he mentioned. That I like, I wasn't excited, but I liked the story overall. It was solid. Um, I like the fact that it's it's kind of like Wonder Woman. It's affecting, you know, culturally, socially. There's a lot of angles and things you can get from it. A lot of people are getting different things aside from just being a movie. It's just spurring discussion. It's spurring introspection. Uh, it's breaking barriers. Which, so I appreciate the fact that it's doing all these things. Um, I'm impressed with the director, the way that he's been able to craft the movie that there's not a lot of fat, per se. Not that he didn't have errors, but every scene he had something going on that pays off later on, per mm-hmm. se. Um, I think similar to like Wonder Woman, but I think it fared better where Wonder Woman had a very weak third act. This one more or less was good all the way to the end. Uh, it didn't have that kind of, oh, that third act was bad. Like, he, you know, he made it all the way to the finish line. Um, the only part I, I still had issues with, and I think Kai mentioned it, is I don't think they communicated that well where why go to all that trouble of breaking your partner out of you know jail and, and hanging out with him when you're just going to kill him anyway? to draw out the panther and try to get into Wakanda. It seemed like a lot of wasted time to me. Um, maybe they were trying to communicate some kind of intelligence around that, but it just didn't work for me. Um, as a fan, I'm kind of sad that he's dead because Claw is actually a major Marvel villain for Panther, but maybe he can be resurrected because he's not really human in the books. Um, so the door is potentially open. Um, Whoa, he's, he's a being of pure sound. Ah, really? Yeah, he's actually a being of pure sound. Um, they, never, they never really talk about that. Right? Yeah, I can share about he's that later on. Yeah, no, he's absorbed uh, other properties, and he's he's a sound-based villain. What? I'll share that. Right. I'm getting into the geeky territory here, but um, so I was sad to see him die. I'm like, oh damn, he's dead. Claw's dead, but he's like a major character for yeah. Black Panther. It'd be like killing Joker oh. for Batman. You're kind of like oh, damn. his main antagonist. It's, so it, it, to me, it was like, oh okay, well, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. Um, other than that, I thought the movie was very solid. Um, you know, action scenes weren't exciting, but they were fun. Um, agree with everybody else around the supporting cast, all the characters. Um, and I thought most of the commentary was not was just enough where it wasn't on the nose or preachy, and it was kind of fed in. Wasn't heavy handed. It wasn't heavy handed, which I liked. So things of nationalism, political, gender roles, um, you know, duty, all those things you can kind of take away, but it wasn't like in your face. And it wasn't yeah. like on the nose. It was very like, okay, cool. And then you kind of talk about it. And then I like the fact that the movie started in Oakland and ended in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Kind of went full circle, which is nice. Cool. And I thought that was very skillful of the guy to think of it to begin and then ended in Oakland with a, a very positive, you know, slant moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the before we forget the end credit scenes. I liked the the what do you call it the the Wakanda part where I'm opening up to the world now. That was cool because that's inspirational. Mm-hmm. I think the second one with Bucky, I liked it, but it was a little underwhelming. But I'm assuming they have a plan for that because I was expecting like something before we go into Avengers three. White Fang, like uh, White Wolf, White Wolf. Yeah. So um, and White actually White Wolf is a What's Black Panther character. He's, oh, really? he's the stepbrother of T'Challa in the books. Oh. He was introduced. What? Really so there's a character that um, in the books in Black Panther. Um, I forgot his exact civilian name, but he was adopted by T'Challa's dad. And, you know, he brought, he was brought into Wakanda. He was, he's Caucasian, 
But he's a he, white dude who like protected yeah, he, Wakanda pretty much. Exactly. He loved oh. he loved Wakanda. He's a totally into the culture. He loves the, the nation. But when T'Challa was born, he realized that hey, I'm never gonna be like a king, or I'm not gonna get too far because, because I'm not black. Because I'm not I'm not blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the word, man. Okay, that's I'm not gonna get too far because I'm not black. What? But but he's not by birth, right? So <laughs> so he that was a racist comment. Here we go. So called the White Wolf and became a the leader of a mercenary squad. And Great. did stuff, and then he came back to kind of uh, fight T'Challa. But then mm. he still had ties to Wakanda, saying like, "I would still love Wakanda. I would still fight for the country." This dude was wow. white wolf, and his name white is wolf. called the White Wolf. So, yeah. they're saying so they're I think they're taking the character? this character and giving it to Bucky, sort of, and oh. saying like, you know, some guy. Who, Interesting. Yeah, I can send the I can send some info about that. But that's an Easter egg that you think, oh, okay. Huh. Huh. And I think they're well, Arthur, a little bit more for that. No, they, they they might even just make it. He's he's like now a. a, a Adopted child, yeah, and adopted child, exactly. Right. He's not literally adopted and grew up in Wakanda, but he's now an adopted son because they saved him. And and because he's finding peace there. Yeah, exactly. So it's a nice way to kind of integrate potentially two characters. But there is a character called the White Wolf. He dresses up in a Black Panther suit that's all white. So and he and there there was a fight with him in the books um, for that. But he's also supporting Wakanda. So. That's the end credit scene. They're going to give him a suit. I was hoping that they would do something more to kind of hide us, but they didn't. Sure. They didn't mention the soul stone, which I was actually I was actually personally surprised. They didn't talk about the stones at all. Yeah. I thought they would do something, but they didn't. What was the soul stone they mentioned? It's the last infinity got the they stone. No, nothing at all. No. They talk about with Iron Man. What? There's rumors. Well, there's they Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no spoilers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, I don't think it's spoilers. There's a, a poster they put out and they had I have no. Yes, he hasn't seen anything. You might not want to say anything because it, it may be has a very strict. And you look. Yeah, he <laughs> <may> <laughs> Hey, bro, don't ruin it for me. It's just a poster. <laughs> but the you can tell us later. You can tell us later. I, don't, I honestly don't even look at the posters. Like, I don't stare at the posters. Like, if it's passing by, I, I, I will look the other way. Yeah, I can't look yeah. at it because it, it might actually reveal some stuff. It's a whole other level. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was kind of disappointed they didn't have the. the any of the Infinity Stone mentioned at all. Because mm-hmm. I thought you'd have one more mention of it before you go into Avengers 3. But I'm anyway. Good. I'm good. Doesn't, doesn't affect my enjoyment of the movie overall. Sure. Gotcha. Anyway. All right. All right. All right. Uh, nope, I haven't gone yet. Um, oh, yeah. I'll go yeah. through right. my review. I'm usually at the end for some reason. Every one of these podcasts. This is fine. Totally fine. Um, I think we <laughs> talked about uh, what was good? I, I again, I personally like Killmonger a lot. I thought he was great. Supporting characters, I thought were great. Um, I when before I got into the theater, I will say I was slightly intoxicated and um, on a substance. And, and uh, I, I love, I love the African culture. I love the style. I love flowers. The, the music. Flowers. <laughs> yeah, I was using the flowers. <laughs> um, no, I love the music. Like even the the um, the original score. I I really like. Um, like I don't know. I don't know what you got. Like the African like yelling. I don't. Know, I thought it was great. Um, and then uh, Oakland. Oakland got repped. Like I thought that was great. That um, you know I could relate to uh, a kid in Oakland in the Bay Area. So um, those were my good points. Again, my bad points. I didn't really care for Black Panther. Like I just didn't. I just was not. I saw him in a live interview the day before, actually, and I was like, "Dang, um, he's kind of boring." Chadwick Boseman's kind of boring. Yeah, I saw him in the interview too. He's so normal. That's why I was even more impressed by his like acting presence as Black Panther. Again, I I don't I didn't see it in the movie. I didn't really like. He didn't do anything great. I, I'm sure he's a great dude, but I just 
wasn't i don't know i thought he was way cooler i thought they set him up to be way cooler in civil war and i didn't get any of that here um and i almost i know we, we've been saying a lot but i feel like he wasn't really intended to be hyper interesting or cool he just is yeah yeah he just mm, disagree but okay um yeah i thought the action scenes were on the whole pretty average or below average um like the, I guess the middle scene was the best part, um, with the one shot in the casino. Um, mm-hmm. but on the whole, I like the first scene where they're he's saving his ex girlfriend. It was so dark, I, I couldn't really see much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I said in the end, like the CGI just pretty, it wasn't that good. Um, and then a couple of plot holes we uh, we didn't really talk about. But was there a reason Killmonger decided to align himself with Claw? Because originally I thought like, oh, he needed a way to get to Wakanda because he didn't know where it was at. But why at that specific time did he's like, oh, I'm gonna align myself with Claw, and then he shoots him? No, he he aligned himself with him so he can kill him. So he can, yeah, so he can, and draw out the and draw yeah. out the, yeah. Right. Yeah. He knew it before. Necessary. But he didn't draw anybody out. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Then the Black Panther came out because he kept, he popped up on the radar again, stealing the vibranium they had the artifact. Able, yeah, they had to find him. For like, but that would have happened regardless of Killmonger. Yeah. Well, but that's why he's with them. So, no, no, no. He, he could have done that without Claw, is what I'm saying. Huh? I'm saying he could have done that without Claw. Well, well uh, but also Claw was one of the very few people that had access and knowledge, aside from his dad, uh, of Wakanda. So I think he was... Well, he shoots him. He yeah. shoots him before he goes. So it's like... I know, but I'm, I'm assuming... This is the part where I had a problem, the same thing. Like, it wasn't communicated well. Like, what was he using Claw for? But I assume that he was working with him previously. You know, maybe not a years but long enough to know that okay this guy has the inside track to wakanda so i'm gonna do something or maybe i'm gonna use him somehow so no you know i guys i agree with you it's pretty convoluted but i I talked about this with my wife and what we we kind of came out with was that the reason he did it was specifically to make black panther's kingship look bad that he's just like all the other kings couldn't get the job done yeah um that's for one guy though really right yeah, like, yeah you know, it's not clear. He, but. he just needed to show everybody that he could do what this king couldn't do, just like all the other kings couldn't do for 30 years. Right. And he's right. the only guy who had access to Wakanda. Well, I don't think that mattered because the book had a map of what Wakanda was. Wakanda's a known nation. But he's also somebody who's actually been there. He can tell the stories that his dad told him. So I think he's he actually uses him to Possibly. figure things out as well. I don't okay. think it's wrong, but I kind of understood what they were trying to that do. That wasn't conveyed. <laughs> yeah, uh, it wasn't very clear. That's all. Yeah. Um, and then I'll, yes, I agree, yeah. My my last point, um, because I know this is gonna go soon. Um, why couldn't they take the kid? Why couldn't they take Killmonger? Oh, bring him back. Bring him back. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. The father openly admitted it was just something he chose to ignore. I think he says it even plainly. In the yeah, movie. the dad at the he don't try to. Chala's dad is like qualify. Chaka's like ah, oh, forget it. He's yeah. just like I. That's just something I chose to not do. Okay, I mean. Logically, it doesn't seem fully there, but um, okay. That was just another. I, I agree with you there, Anthony. It's like, why I, adopt I, him and take him back home, right? Yep. Why he's so angry? Yep. <laughs> I mean, I know right. the movie, but then I agree. It's like, why, yeah, what's, the, a... what's the harm in taking him home with us, right? Yeah. You yeah. Drink, you the the drink me driving. You can't face your actions. Oh, okay. Good point. Because you, uh, you, you killed your dad. Look, I can so. see, look, people make dumb decisions. That's a dumb decision I could see even myself doing in, in a moment of, holy crap, what did I just do? Yeah. Yeah. You can't take the kid 
Yeah. You can't take your nephew back to your country after you killed his dad. And I don't know if I can come back even. But he didn't know that. Like, I mean, he didn't know that he died from him. Anyways, regardless. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was whatever. It's fine. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and do our roundtable of scores. If there are no more, no more thoughts. Uh, Alyssa, do you want to go first? Alyssa. Damn, I wonder if she left already. Oh wait. Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm here. Okay. I you're, had you're to. Here. <laughs> I didn't like clean the coffee machine, so I was just like. And now I'm like rushing to Caltrain real quick. Um, out of ten, so your score. Hmm, I think I'd have to give it an eight point five, just because um, it wasn't perfect. Definitely had my, like I said, my small personal issues with it. Just how I feel about, like, like we talked about their agenda. I wish it was less the agenda e, but I also knew it was going to be that. Mm -hmm. Um. Um, point to what you guys said earlier, I did love that it was a movie that's breaking barriers. It's probably one of the first all-black movies that everyone's going to see because it's not about slavery, and that's amazing. Even yeah. though someone was like, yeah, my brother said he didn't want to go see it because he thought it was a fucking slavery movie. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Why does anyone want to see that? Oh, I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Party. Not the Black Panther Party. <laughs> yeah, I think he thought it was about the Black Panther Party, and I was like, guys, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's funny. 8.5. Okay, great. Uh, you guys want to go there in the room? Ronald? Yeah. I will give that, uh, I'll give Black Panther, um, I'm going back and forth between an 8 and 8.5. I'm just gonna say uh, a solid eight. Cool. Uh, I will give it an eight point three five. Son of a bitch. Relax. <laughs> real energy, excitement from you know an action movie. I'd like to go see comics wise, <laughs> but still very very solid. Yeah. Uh, so Nick, I'll give it an eight point five as well. I thought it was a really good movie. I really. It, but like that, I, I, it was missing a little bit of the whiz bag that yeah. Adrenaline Rush. Mm -hmm. That would have just kicked it over the yeah. top for me. But it was a solid movie. I liked it. Right okay, so I'll, I'll say, um, I'll give it eight point five. Also, partly for the what you guys just mentioned, like including Alyssa, but also I appreciate the fact that it's permeating the social consciousness mm. of, mm -hmm. of everyone around. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, it's not just a movie. There's real dialogue and discussion and barrier breaking. So I, I kind of elevate it more because it's doing more than just being, okay, I just watched a movie, that's it. I, I can walk away and not think about it. It's actually, you know, has more staying power because of that. And it's actually spurring um, conversation and, and much needed dialogue. So that's what I, that's what I would give it a little higher, 3.5, despite all the flaws, of course. So and it's solid, but not like exciting, but I still enjoyed it. Super quick comment on the gender barrier part that you're saying about barriers. I thought that the the, the 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 barrier of genders didn't exist at all in Wakanda mm -hmm. to the point that I could have swapped almost any character with the opposite sex and it would be all the same. Yeah. That's how good they did it. Yep. They didn't yeah. make it into shit. Yep. Okay. And war rhinos. They were cool. They were cool. Oh, yeah. Very much so. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Kai? Right. Four. Yeah. <laughs> this is... <laughs> <laughs> This is like the the Wonder Woman of the MCU, so wow. it like a seven and a half. Oh, that's still pretty okay. good. That's, 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 that's pretty good. Yeah. That's... Seven to a seven and a half. Uh -huh. All right, uh, and then my rating to me, this is like a good um, 
kind of a mix of a movie between like Lion King and um, I guess <laughs> James Bond. Yeah. Um, James Bond. Yeah. 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 That kind of like that mix, and and yeah, I I enjoyed it on the whole. I, I watched it with a great audience. Like everyone was really excited. People were yelling at the screen. Um, yeah, had a, had a really good time, and uh, still had some problems with it. Uh, but I give it an eight out of ten. Word. All right. Right. On. All right. Any closing thoughts? I'm glad you had a good audience because my audience totally sucked. I really? had some like, yeah, I had some whippersnappers behind me, fucking snickering <laughs> and shit at like super important parts, and I literally turned around and shushed them. And then wow. I thought I was gonna have to get like, I thought I was gonna get jumped after I got out of the theater, and I was gonna have to put somebody's kid <laughs> in the hospital. Jeez. But it's okay, it turned out, but I was so mad. They were, like, laughing at important parts, and I was like, if you want to laugh, I go fucking home. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, my, my audience, was, like, was dressed up. Like, black Ooh. people dressed up in, like, African clothing. That's it was cool. great. Dude, that's crazy. That's yeah, cool. no, I had a good time. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, thanks very much for uh, for jumping on the podcast. Elissa, thanks again. You got to come back on. Yes. Um, thanks for having me. It was so fun. Not yeah. just black movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely join us again. Avengers 3 next. You guys are gonna go see Ready Player One? I think that's gonna be amazing. Yeah, I'm totally I, I, gonna see I, it. I wanna see it. Yeah. I'm questionable. Uh, we'll see how it turns out. Hey, for those who okay. see it, I'm happy to podcast it. Yes, okay. awesome. Let's do it. Yeah, Alyssa, join us for more podcasts. Have you guys read the book? Just real quick. Yes. No. I, I read oh. it to my kids. I did. Okay. Well, yeah. Vroom, what the hell? Go see it! Uh, Steven Spielberg hasn't made like a great movie in a while. I just have low. You have Movie right. Pass. You don't have an excuse. I forgot you knew that. Oh no! Like unless he's an angry son too. Yes, the main character needs his father. Hey, sorry guys, I I gotta run. All right, closing it out. Bye guys. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.